welcome back to the Snakes Cast. Happy Wednesday. I'm Jonathan. I'm Emily. And I'm John. All right, folks. We are going to look at some ways that mere mortals and regular Earthlings can conquer the galaxy on their tabletop. In fewer than eight hours. In fewer than eight hours, <laughs> preferably. So the two that I find tend to get the most actual use at Snakes and Lattes are Quantum, which is definitely one that I bring mm-hmm. out a lot, especially for the... We, we, we like risk. We want to fight each other. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Another one that I find is a good sort of like entry-level conquer space thing is uh, Cosmic Encounters. Oh, Cosmic is so good. Mm-hmm. And, it's a, and those are actually two... It's a really interesting contrast between those two because Quantum is very much a strategy game about managing your ships and your resources and figuring out how best to be able to win, whereas Cosmic is a much more social game. It's about mm-hmm. who you're going to side with. A lot of politics, yeah. Mm-hmm. The fighting is almost secondary. Almost, yeah. So that's, that's actually going to be a really good sort of compare and contrast, I think. Uh, let's start with Cosmic because it's the oldest one. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Encounter goes back, I believe, to the late 1970s. Uh, it's older than Twilight Imperium. Mm. And it is considered by many to be one of the great all-time classic board games. Mm-hmm. It's great. Cosmic Encounters is excellent. And we get a lot of mileage out of it at the cafe. Because the, the rule set, not that complicated. No. It's fairly straightforward. But when you buy a copy of this game, you get 50 different alien races you can pick from. Right. And each of them has a unique special power that bends or breaks the rules of the mm-hmm. game. And I think that's so crucial for it. I mean, when we were talking about Twilight Imperium, and when we're talking about, so we've been talking about space games a lot, mm-hmm. we talk a lot about the scope, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, this game feels big, like space, because space is big. Mm-hmm. And... One of the ways I find that Cosmic Encounters try like tries and succeeds to get that scope is by having so many different aliens. Right. You know? The because looking at the board itself doesn't feel big. You know, it's not even right. a board really. It yeah. just doesn't feel big. It doesn't it barely feels like space. But what feels like space is the fact that you're drawing random aliens every game and that you can play like 10 games and possibly never see the same alien twice. And those alien powers are a big deal as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your alien race isn't just a picture. It's something that's going to have a huge central effect on on how you're going to play this game. Yeah, absolutely. And and the combinations of abilities bouncing off each other produce really, really different game experiences from one play to the next. Um, the way the game looks, like you're saying, is, is, is pretty straightforward. Each player's got five little cardboard planets in front of them in their color, and each of them has four little flying saucers stacked up on them like poker chips. And all you're trying to do is put those flying saucers on planets that aren't yours. Mm-hmm. And if you can manage to do that five times, great, you win. But the problem is, as soon as all of your flying saucers get wiped off a planet, well, you don't have a colony there anymore. And the the way this game actually works is genius. I think my favorite thing about Cosmic Encounter is the Destiny deck. Because mm-hmm. in so many sort of political games, it becomes a question of who are we going to pick on. But Cosmic really deftly avoids that by way of the Destiny deck. And the Destiny deck chooses who you're going to pick on. Exactly. <laughs> the first thing you do at the start of your turn after you get a ship back is you draw a card and that tells you who you're going to go and visit right now. Yeah. And maybe you're going to be all peaceful and stuff, and maybe you're going to be all aggressive and stuff, but either way, you get to invite people to join you, and they get to invite people to join mm-hmm. them, and people decide who whose invitations they're going to accept and whose they're going to decline. Mm-hmm. And that's... It's, it's, it's true that the way the, 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 way the, the battles actually work, like I pick a card, I put it face down, you pick a card, you put it face down, we both flip it up at once, and more powerful cards beat weaker cards, but... 
the number of ships you have on your side, the number of friends who have joined in with you can have a huge impact Mm -hmm. on how that works as well. So who you sign on with is a very big deal. Now, one of the things with teaching uh, games in a a board game cafe is we... Uh, we like things that are very, fairly simple that we can get at the table very quickly. Mm-hmm. And we often shy away from games that have a lot of variable powers. I'm thinking like the munchkins of this world where <sighs> every card can essentially need its own explanation. Do you find that same problem with Cosmic? Not so much because each player only has one. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's it's very, very clearly explained. It's written on your card. You can refer to it whenever you want. You don't have to memorize anything. And the best thing about it, too, is that not only is it, you're absolutely right about all these things, and furthermore, this is your thing. This is your defining thing, mm-hmm. and that makes it easy for you to remember. You might not remember everybody's thing, but they're going to remember. Yeah, it's so crucial to how you're going to play the game. It's not an afterthought the way that a lot of variable powers are, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you think of something like uh, like Pandemic, where you are a person and you have this thing that you can do if you want. It's not so important you can play the entire game without using your specialist's ability right uh you can't do that in cosmic encounter Mm -hmm. you just can't that's not how that works you know it's what makes you special and it's what makes your part of the game interesting yeah it's how you're gonna win exactly it's the only way you can win so for example uh if your ships simply cannot die because you are the zombie race then every time your ships die oh by the way i get those back Mm -hmm. you know if you are the pacifist and you go in and you negotiate and somebody else attacks, well, for anybody but you, that would mean you just lost. But no, you're the pacifist, which means you win by negotiating. Hmm. These things are so central to how you play that it gets really hard to forget them. Hmm. Now, some of the, most of the cards are just, this is a negotiate card, or this is an attack card with a strength of 15, or mm-hmm. 2, or 12, or whatever. So there are some cards that have special abilities on them but they're a lot rarer than in something like Munchkin right and there's also there's a smaller number of them they do a very specific thing like everybody gets all their ships back or uh, if somebody's trying to make a deal doesn't get to make a deal now mm-hmm. or everybody's allies go home they, uh, they do tend to be quite straightforward unlike the uh, uh, the abilities of these alien races which can be a little bit weird and they've, one of the nice things that they've done as well, which is a huge boon for us at the cafe, mm-hmm. is that the alien powers come with either a red alert, a yellow alert, or a green alert marker on them. They, that's like there's, there's a color mm-hmm. on the corners. Green ones, anybody can use them. Easy, no problem. They're simple. Uh, the yellow ones, maybe for more advanced players who try the game once or twice. Red ones, don't use these unless you're an expert in games. Right. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it, it does a lot to make the game more accessible and make it as complicated as you want it to be and no more so. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't take that long. It's, uh, it's, you can get started with it quickly. It's different every time you play it. It's not a short game. No. Like, you're looking at an hour and a half, two hours. Mm-hmm. It's a main event thing. It'll take about as long to play as it will to watch a feature film, which to me is about the right length for a mm-hmm. game, for something that's going to be a main event thing. This is what the main thing that we're going to play today. But it's beautiful for everything that it does. You look skeptical, Todd. Well, I played the game once, um, and, and so I shouldn't make any uh, big judgment <laughs> off of that, but we played a game with, I believe there was eight of us, so it was with one oh, of the wow. expansions, That's... or maybe all of the expansions, I'm not really sure, uh, and it was it took forever, um, nobody was having a good time, we had a couple of people with analysis paralysis, so uh, deal-making was just arduous. Uh, and but I think we gave up. The specific rule for the deal is that if you can't come to a deal in 60 seconds, there's no deal. So you yeah, have to talk fast. Um, I think. And, you all, and also, you both lose three ships every time that happens. 
I don't know that we were playing with that rule, but <sighs> yeah, it was um, it was not fun. Uh, so I've kind of I've largely kind of ignored the game since mm. then. Uh, but um, after hearing what you're saying, maybe I should revisit it. It's worth another look. Yeah, uh, worth playing perhaps with five or six people. Okay. Yeah, too many and it's just too many people for a game that's about like yeah deal making yeah. and politics. You want to keep it a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And Cosmic does do a very good job of truncating that. I mean, it's like, okay, I invite you and you and you. I accept, I decline, I accept, I mm-hmm. decline. I'm sending three ships, I'm sending one ship, done. Right. Um, that should be enough. Yeah. Because it is, it is a streamlined, focused deal-making system. It's not like I'm the boss where everything is very freeform and very open. Yeah. It's, it's much more structured, and that can help in those cases. But you have to play by the actual rules. Right. I think it's also a, a matter of who you're playing with. Yeah. Some games are just not uh, for some people. It's true. Yeah. It's true. What, who do you think is the target audience for this particular game? I think it's, it's for people who like Risk. Mm-hmm. Because Risk is ultimately a negotiation game, right? It's about convincing somebody else to attack them instead of you. Pretty much, yeah. And. And, and so Cosmic plays on that, but it gets straight to the negotiation. There are no dice, there are the, there's the card element in there, but it's like, who are we going to gang up on? Right, right. Um, so, But now, let's say I am the player who wants to play a space game with dice. Ah. What would that game be? I'm going to tell you about the exact game for that on Friday when we come back, because there, right. there are some games out there that do some really interesting things with Space Conquest as far as uh, streamlining it and making it into something that's more workable for that environment. Cosmic is the biggie, mm-hmm. but uh, there, there are, are so many. That, oh, yeah. So many games about we're, space. We're not going to have time to talk about all the Conquest no, ones. But, no, uh, no, We can get into some of our faves, though. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're going to do. That's all that matters, really. <laughs> yeah. The opinions expressed are our own and are the only ones that matter. There we go. <laughs> See you Friday, folks. Bye. Bye. Thank you.